Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The nurses have got the Tories on the run. According to some news reports, which have just come out today, Steve Barkley, the health secretary, thinks he's going to have to give some ground and pay because of the strikes, which have the overwhelming support, of course, of the NHS's staff. Now, I went on the Jamie Ryan show, and I said they shouldn't just concede to them, they should grovel. The nurses just do the most incredible job and do need to be recognised for the effort that they put in and the, the empathy that they show to so, many, to so many people, including people that we know. But there is only a finite pot of money. And what's really interesting is that Stephen Barclay, even though he is privately talking about this, and it's interesting that it's private, but it's been leaked, so it's almost as if it's a kite-flying exercise to see how it would go down. He doesn't actually say, yes, you can just have the money. He's saying you can have the money, but I'm probably going to have to take that from your budget and there will have to be cuts to services elsewhere. And at the moment, we already know that A&E is overstretched. We know that ambulance drivers are frustrated that they can't uh, leave their patients in the hospital because there aren't enough beds as such a creaking service. But there has been an awful lot of investment in the NHS. And in effect, what the government is saying is, unfortunately, there isn't, there isn't a limitless supply of money. So if you, if you do want the money, there are going to have to be changes made elsewhere. The idea of cuts in service will worry people at home, Owen, won't it? Which is why the NHS budget needs to be increased. I mean, these are our choices. I mean, by the way, they shouldn't just back down. I think they should get on their hands and knees and grovel to the nurses. The issue of pay is not just a moral one. There is a moral question about the nurses who carried this country through the worst crisis since World War II, um, who were clapped by politicians who then imposed real-terms pay cuts on them. That's a moral question. Should we treat nurses with that much contempt when we depend on them to save our lives, to look after us in our often most difficult moments? It's a practical question, which is, there is, a, there is now nearly 50,000 nursing vacancies in England alone. There's a problem <coughs> with retention and recruitment, and that's because being a nurse, nurses aren't heroes, they're often called heroes, they're professionals. And they're professionals who aren't being paid properly for a difficult job, which means people are deterred from becoming nurses, and morale is so low that we're losing nurses as well. In the moment, this country, I don't think people realise this, is in the midst of a humanitarian crisis. 50,000 excess deaths last year, and, and we've had now, what, 170,000 excess deaths in England and Wales alone since the pandemic began. I was speaking to mortuaries and funeral homes this week. They, 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 they said that, I'm just sorry to be macabre, they're brimming with corpses. They're having to put coffins in office rooms in funeral homes because there isn't any space. And that one of the main reasons for that is a crisis in the NHS. And one of the big problems with a crisis in the NHS is we don't have enough staff. So what, would you, not so just Owen, what would you say to Wes Streeting uh, from the Labour Party, who has said that actually we need to start having some really difficult conversations about the NHS? that actually, he said, I would not be able to offer 
the amount of money that the nursing, nursing union is currently asking for. I would have to say to them, there just isn't that money. It's, actually, it's looking that I'm an independent... It's looking quickly I'm an independent voice, because Wes Streeting's position is completely and utterly unacceptable. He's also in la-la land, because he says that one of the ways we're going to solve the crisis is by using private hospitals. Private hospitals don't have any staff of their own. They just borrow NHS staff it, in the overtime. So the, the problem is, look, the issue is about priorities here. You could tax people who are doing well at the moment. You could tax the top 5% of earners, people earning over 80 grand a year more. You could ask, we've got, we had a record number of billionaires created during the pandemic. You could get them to pay more money. You could apply a wealth tax. And the question you have to ask ourselves as a society is what is more important? A functioning healthcare system, sorry just to be very clear about this, we don't have that at the moment. We're a rich country, mm. one of the richest countries on earth. We don't have a functioning healthcare system. Do not become ill at the moment because if you become ill, there is a good chance you can't access healthcare. Now, we either say the rights of billionaires and people who are doing well, the top 5%, that is more important than people dying. And I, I don't agree. Own, and that's why we need to I tax them. I wonder whether it is wages that we need to focus on, because I was speaking to uh, a lady yesterday on the phones and her daughter was a junior doctor um, up in Scotland. And she said that the wages wouldn't be her first focus, that there were other things, just working conditions. So she mentioned canteens, a good functioning canteen. So nurses and doctors are getting nutritious food, free parking so that they can actually get to work for a reasonable uh, wage. And also the education is so expensive to become a doctor or a nurse that if we subsidise that, which I, I think they are slightly subsidised. No, no, but the it's, not, it's not either or. These are all absolutely... These are. I mean, look, partly this is partly privatisation of the NHS because they do things like they, they outsource things like canteens to companies that do. then produce, provide rubbish food for the staff. Look, it's not either or. Staff... That's, about saying, that's about saying we're going to ask the NHS to deal with what it can do and we'll outsource the thing. Why, why should you actually get an NHS provider to deal with the food? But, but, you need a caterer to deal with the food. But, so that, but it, that's not about privatisation. No, no, no. That, that, that's... But the key thing is that West Streeting might be an outrider within the Labour Party saying what he's saying. Not... But he is at least brave enough to say that the entire model isn't working. No, ah. And therefore, just to give the nurses a pay rise there now... Was... The, doesn't actually change it's not, some of the systemic look, problems within the NHS. Whatever my problems with New Labour's record in power, which I have huge problems with, because they started increasing privatisation in the NHS, if you look at a graph of waiting times in the NHS, when Labour came to power in 1997, the graph goes like this. Do you know what happens in 2010? The graph goes like this. Why did that happen? Because they cut funding to the NHS. The model of the NHS, which is, is run by the public and is free at the point of use, is a good model and it works. What doesn't work is if you starve the NHS of cash when you've got an ageing population. Never mind if you throw a pandemic at that situation. And what we need to do is increase resources, because when Labour did that, even though they undermined it by increasing privatisation, waiting lists go down because you've got more staff, you've got more resources. It's not rocket science. But there science. is a fundamental problem that actually, when you say it's a model that works, it actually doesn't, because if it really did work, other countries around the world would have copied hold, it. Hold. Absolutely no country has copied our model of the NHS. Uh, free at the point of delivery for absolutely uh, everybody. It just doesn't Well, work. hold on, hold on. Other, com other companies... You're right, every country has a different healthcare system, essentially. That's that's true. Yeah, which I always find a bit strange. Well, well, Surely somebody somebody in government well, somewhere would say they're doing a brilliant no, no, job no, in France no. or Sweden or Taiwan. All I'm saying is every country has their homegrown system. Mm. A national health service, our national health service, the reason it has so much pride in this country, Nigel Lawson, the former Tory Chancellor, said it was the closest the English had to a religion, 
is because it does work on, me on, on every outcome, almost. What it doesn't work... Look, it's not... Again, it's a very basic point. If you have a public service and you spend less money on it, then the service declines. That's what's happened to the... It's not because we, we haven't privatised that enough, it isn't working. Be... Now, you see where that discussion was going? Lucy Beresford, who I like, by the way, she's honest about her opinions, but she's clearly talking there about moving the discussion over to privatising the NHS, in ending the old model of the National Health Service. That's what Labour have opened as, as a discussion by Wes Streeting talking about increasing the role of the private sector and changing the model of the NHS. That's emboldened those who want to abolish the form that the NHS currently takes. Alarming. What we need to do, of course, is save the NHS by bringing it entirely under public control, always reforming it to meet the needs of the population, but putting enough resources in and paying our staff properly so they can do their job. That's what works. Please like, subscribe. I'll see you in a bit. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.